top stories to keep your eyes and ears on. The recent increase in uh, the Spaza shops, uh, complainants and uh, developments around the selling of expired goods has sparked the interest of government and they intend to resolve the problem by potentially having audits put in place as well as having traditional leaders and municipalities keep records of foreign nationals in their communities. I'm joined on the line by Sharon Ekambaram, the head of a refugee and migrants rights program at Lawyers for Human Rights to take a look at this. Good day Sharon, thanks so much for the time. What are your thoughts on the government's plans? Is this the way to go or is this simply shifting the blame? You know, I just want to take a step back and I I see that the minister in the presidency reported on a workshop where they spoke about the effects of illegal immigration and involved in this was traditional affairs, human settlements and home affairs, small business development. But it's striking that there's been no formations of organizations on the ground like the South African Waste Pickers Association the South African Informal Traders Association, which are all working on the ground to assist and organize themselves in the informal sector. And I think it's very concerning for me that that this kind of decision gets taken without proper engagement with the community once again. And I think in that context, it's an ill-informed decision. It smacks of scapegoating and uh, blaming. And it's based on absolutely no verified information and research. The fact that we talk about illegal immigration without understanding the context and the failure of the very Department of Home Affairs to provide access to people who are struggling to get documentation in this country is the first point that demonstrates just the wrongness of of this decision that, that the government is taking. Sharon, let's look at the possible implications of this audit that's being proposed. What would that potentially do to those responsible for the audits and those that are being audited? So, so firstly, if it's only targeting spaza shops that are owned by foreign nationals, then it's unlawful, it's unconstitutional, and it should be, uh, it will be challenged. It's uh, based on discrimination. And we have challenged at a local government and provincial government level Many of the proposed policies, like the Gauteng policy that was uh, looking at, at in, informal work, which wanted to exclude foreign nationals from this, the Township Development Bill. And through our challenges, and, and those, those exclusions were removed. But I think, in general, when we're talking about the risks that we know are very prevalent with selling of food, the importance of ensuring the quality of that food is proper standard then this should be a procedure for all outlets that are selling food, including food manufacturers. And we know of uh, what happened with Listeriosis and and Tiger Brand. And I just want to give you a fact to show that if you're coming up with this kind of announcement that you're going to be auditing all informal, and and I'm hoping that it's all uh, food outlets, uh, in Gauteng alone, there is a massive shortage of environmental health inspectors. So in Johannesburg, there is one official responsible for checking food sold to every 26,000 people. And in Gauteng, we have a population of over 15 million people. So you can't make this statement. It's very unclear. It smacks of uh, divisions and, and, and xenophobia, if you're under the impression that it's only people who are foreign nationals that are selling food that's expired 
or that are selling food that's not of the proper health standards. And then the second point is, what? why do we not in this day and age have adequate numbers of environmental health inspectors that can that should have been doing this anyway as a routine across the country. Sharon, should traditional leaders be allowed to keep lists of foreign nationals? Would this not fuel uh, more xenophobic attacks in future? Well, I mean, of course it will, but it's also a big question on the competence of traditional leaders to be verifying documentation, to be identifying foreign nationals or whether they're migrants, refugees, asylum seekers, and would have relevant documentation depending on their status. And it's it's totally unlawful to have traditional leaders doing the work of police and immigration officers. But finally, I think we need to acknowledge that traditional leaders, there is vulnerability to corruption. Their autocracy is in question and the continued marginalization of women, these are serious concerns that must be considered if you're giving this kind of authority to this body and unleashing it on on communities. Sharon Ikambaram of Lawyers for Human Rights, thank you so much.